0: You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi everybody, let's plate this dish on Sunday, October 15th and a Monday, October 16th. It is a post-game edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you, thank you for listening. And as we know, the Lions have now dropped to 3-3 and as they fall to the New Orleans Saints today in what was a wild, crazy insane football game 52 38 the final the lions trailed by 35 points in the second half 45 to 10 cut it to seven at 45 38 and had a chance to go down and tie the game but matthew stafford threw a pick six to cam jordan in his own end zone and that kind of sealed the deal as the saints win 52 to 38 Welcome everybody, right here on Audioboom.com, on iTunes. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you so much for doing so. Leave a review on iTunes and put your Twitter handle on the review, and you'll be eligible to win a one-year subscription to our friends at profootballfocus.com. It's a um, $39.95 opportunity, I guess, and value. So do that at iTunes. Also, thanks for listening on the Amazon Alexa, Spotify, wherever you're listening and participating. I appreciate that. Your tweets, I'll read some of them at dairy Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. Those are coming in. And also the comments on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well, where we put this podcast each and every day. Bottom line, folks, is the Lions couldn't stop the Saints in the first half. New Orleans went off on Detroit in the first half. Put up uh, 31 points. It was 31-10 at the half. Most points scored in a half by anybody all year. Uh, the Saints put up a 52-burger on the Lions, folks. So if you want to sit here and say, yeah, but the defense really battled in the second half. Yeah, they did after they got shredded in the first half. Where is Ziggy Ansah? Does anybody know where Ziggy Ansah is? Other than the second game of the year, the Monday nighter against the Giants, when he went up against the worst left tackle, I'm sorry, the second worst left tackle in the NFL, the Lions have the worst left tackle in the NFL now, in Greg Robinson. But when when Ziggy went up against Eric Flowers in week two, he looked like a pro bowler. He is nowhere to be found since then. Another game today without a sack for Ziggy Johnson. I don't even know where to start. I mean, game balls, you want me to give out game balls like I do every Sunday? I, I could give out one today. One. Then that's to Jamal Agnew, the punt returner, who again took one to the house today for a touchdown. That kid's got a lot of speed. And if I'm Jim Bob Cooter, uh, I find a way to put Jamal Agnew somehow on offense. Because this Lions offense is, is, is it's stodgy, it's boring, it's slow. There's no speed out there. Amir Abdul is the only guy with speed, and they don't know how to use him. Theo Riddick today had a decent game. Uh, out of the backfield caught four passes for 50 yards was targeted six times but the question has to be why, why does he take series off why is Jim Bob Cooter not have him on the field when Amir Abdullah is standing behind Matthew Stafford at the pistol everybody in the stadium knows the Lions are going to run the football number one first and foremost is the Lions have to do something about their offense and about and about Jim Bob Cooter because the play calling is ridiculous Yeah, the Lions put up 38 points today, so maybe you could pin this on the defense a little bit. But they had 10 at the half. They had to play from behind again. There were series where Theo Riddick was standing on the sidelines in his helmet. He has got to be on the field. Put him at receiver. Golden Tate gets hurt. Put Riddick at receiver. He sure as hell is better than T.J. Jones or Jared Abraderas. Lions couldn't stop the Saints' running game today. I told you about Alvin Kamara all week. I told you he scares me. That kid today... Uh, 10 10 carries, 75 yards, and caught uh, three passes, too. Mark Ingram destroyed the Lions. 25 carries for 114 yards and two touchdowns. Lions' run defense was nowhere to be found. And the loss of Haloti huge for this football team, because now it's basically A'shaun Robinson and nobody else a defensive tackle. Akeem Spence is fine. He's a third defensive tackle at best. But the Lions really missed Haloti Nada. i tell you who else had a really lousy game today, especially against the run and the pass, was Jared Davis. The Lions' a middle linebacker. He looked like a rookie today. I know he led the team with eight tackles. But going through the wrong gaps, and Chris Spielman talked about it on Fox. Um, uh, Saints would pull their left guard, and Davis would go, go through the wrong hole, and Ingram would go through the right hole, and boom, a big gainer. Uh, Davis on the touchdown pass on the, uh, on the uh, second and goal play where Breeze hit the tight end for the touchdown. Davis wasn't guarding the tight end. He was lost in no man's land. It was a rough day for the Lions', the Lions rookie linebacker. No pass rush on Drew Brees all day. He had all day to throw today. Drew Brees today, 20 of 30, 186, two touchdowns. Not huge numbers, but he wasn't sacked. And on the other side, Matthew Stafford, playing behind a patchwork offensive line, was sacked five times. That's 17 times he's been sacked in the last three weeks. Six, six, and five now. Six against Minnesota, six against Carolina, and five today from the Saints. Now, Stafford did throw the ball 51 times today and put up some decent numbers with the 317 yards and the three touchdowns. But three interceptions, two of them pick sixes. Finished with a, uh, a passer rating today of 62.3. Some of you, and you could tweet to me at Derry Speaks or, or hit me up on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page, some of you will say, well, wait a minute. Uh, how can you blame Stafford? He's playing with a sore hamstring, a sore ankle, and hurt ribs after taking a shot from, um, uh, uh, I think it was Cam Jordan, earlier in the game tonight today. Uh, here's how you can blame him. He's the highest-paid player in the NFL. He had 12 passes batted down today. You have to make an adjustment I know Brian Mahalik and Tim Lolito and, uh, um, you know, these guys are out there. I, I get that. Emmett Cleary. I understand the Lions were playing offensive linemen that they basically were pulling out of the concession stand. But if I'm the highest paid player in the game, I've got to make some adjustments. Stafford didn't look right. And I got news for you. When it was 45 to 10, I tweeted it out and everybody else did. He didn't need to be in the game. Because he's obviously injured. You didn't want to get him killed out there. Then the team makes a run. But again, two of those touchdowns in their run were, uh, one was a special team's touchdown by Agnew, and the other one was a pick six by A'shaun Robinson. Who, by the way, I would give a game ball to because he played well. A'shaun Robinson and Jamal Agnew, that's about it. Marvin Jones also was pretty good today. Six catches, 96 yards, and that one-handed touchdown targeted 14 times. Injuries, a huge concern for this team as they lose 52 to 38 to, to and i got news here everyone's they're they're celebrating new orleans being over 500 for the first time in 4 years it's embarrassing embarrassing matthew stafford should have a better passer rating than 62.3 against that saints team it's embarrassing and i give the guys credit for coming back 45 to 10 got it down to within 45 38 and had the football but again they imploded i think a lot of it is due to the quarterback today who just he didn't look right. And you know what? If you're not right, then, then, then take your helmet off and let someone else play. Jake Rudock, when it was 45 10, I would have had no issue with Jake Rudock coming into that football game. Now, I understand. Uh, Lions made a comeback, everything else. Defense did its job in the second half and did all they could and actually um, helped the Saints without a touchdown in the fourth quarter. And, you know, it was a defensive touchdown. On the Jordan uh, pick six, but 12 batted balls. It was like watching John Navarre at Michigan all over again. A terrible performance today by the Lions. So I, I would pin this one on Stafford. I didn't think he played well. I'd pin this on the coaching as well. I, I don't understand what Jim Bob Cooter and the Lions offense is doing. They can't run the football. And so that's going to get Stafford killed. Again today, 18 carries, 60 yards. Do you see what the Saints did today with some of their play calls? They ran a halfback pa- a flea flicker, an attempted halfback pass, um, a little misdirection on their um, two point conversion. Not on their two point conversion, um, the, the the lateral play that they ran to got to get a touchdown. The Saints did a lot of creative things today. The Lions do nothing creative. They put Golden Tate in motion and uh, ran a, a reverse with gold, a, a fake reverse with Golden Tate today. And th- those are the t- kind of plays that get Amir Abdullah going. But this snap the ball to Stafford and hand it to Abdullah, the Saints know it's coming. Teams have started to figure out that when, when this, Abdullah's in the pistol behind Stafford, it's a run play. Amir Abdullah, just there's nowhere for him to go. And a lot of that is on the offensive line. And not having T.J. Lang today was a killer for the Lions, as Emmett Cleary had to play. Then Rick Wagner came out of the game, meaning Brian Mahalik came in. There was one play where Mahalik had pushed back so badly, he stacked, he sacked Matthew Stafford. So, not a good performance today but from the Lions, to say the least. And they fall to 3-3. Three and three. But coming up in a second, I'm going to tell you why they're in decent shape. Uh, two quick notes. Number one, Locked on Pistons is back. There's a new host, my buddy Matt Shook, who used to uh, work with me at WDFN back in the day. Give Locked on Pistons a listen to right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Everything you need to know about the Pistons each and every day. They start their season on Wednesday. That's Locked on Pistons with Matt Shook right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Also... I want to tell you that I've got to give a shout out to um, the family of Tom Weekland. One of our listeners here has passed away. Uh, Tom had been fighting cancer for a long, long time last year. um, uh, His daughter, Brandy, his niece, Jen, alerted me to Tom being a listener and loving the Lions, and we, we got him involved with Lockdown Lions, so he was listening. Tom Weekland passed away last week. Our prayers and condolences go out to the Weekland family, to Brandy, to Jennifer, Uh, And the crew there, Tom Weekland, rest in peace, my friend. I know he was watching up in heaven today. One of our listeners here on Locked On Lines, we got to give him a quick shout-out. Yo, everybody get up! Everybody get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Yo, Geico, expect great savings and a whole lot more. All right, so the Lions fall fifty-two thirty-eight. Matt Derry with you right here on Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, just a just a, a brutal uh, brutal game today for the Lions. Couldn't stop anybody. Offense with way too many mistakes and turnovers. The three interceptions. This one got away from them early as they couldn't stop Drew Brees, Mark Ingram and company. Ted Ginn open in the secondary. Um, but you know <laughs> what is crazy as it is is that the Lions aren't necessarily in terrible shape in the division at three and three. As wild as you can imagine, Aaron Rodgers today, the Green Bay Packers broke his collarbone. Broke his collarbone in Minnesota, where the Vikings took care of the Packers today. Uh, 23 to, uh, excuse me, um, hold on, I'm just going to, I got a um, reboot here. Vikings took care of the Packers today, and Aaron Rodgers' season is done. So this NFC North is now wide open. Uh, Hunley, the kid from UCLA, is that going to be the guy that is going to carry the, uh, you know, is that going to be the guy that's going to carry the mail for the Green Bay Packers all year? I highly doubt it. Minnesota, the Lions have shown that they can beat the Vikings and have done so before. Vikings win 23 to 10 today. So you look at the standings right now in the NFC North, Aaron Rodgers being out for the year is huge. Minnesota gets the win. They're now four and two Packers at four and two going to be without Rodgers the rest of the year. With Hunley as their quarterback, uh, Detroit at three and three, and the Bears got to win today in Baltimore to be at two and four. The Lions are still in good shape. They've played very poorly the last two weeks. Uh, I don't know if it's been the hype that got them. I think injuries have been a, have been an issue. They've got to get Stafford healthy. They got to bye next week, which is perfect. But you know, you had no Cornelius Washington today. You had no T.J. Lang today. They need Kenny Galladay badly, and don't have that deep threat. They lost Glover Quinn today to a a concussion. And they lost Golden Tate to an ankle injury. This team has got to get healthy and fast. And I think that they will do that. But you look at the schedule coming out of the break, playing Pittsburgh, playing Green Bay now without Rodgers. There's an an opportunity here. So I'm not putting this season on ice. I'm not putting this season uh, in the refrigerator. I'm not putting this season in the morgue just yet. All right, there is there's time here for this football team to get this together. And I think they can do it. You know, Minnesota is not, Minnesota's trotting Case Keenum out there every week. All right, Brett Hundley is now the quarterback for the Packers. This thing is very, very winnable for Detroit. But they've got to make some changes. Taylor Decker's got to come back soon. Greg Robinson has to be replaced at left tackle. They've got to find some way to get more creative offensively and get The ball in Amir Abdullah's hands and some space. Get the ball to Theo Riddick coming out of the backfield. You got to put them both out there, fine. When it's third down and Zach Zenner's out there to help block, that's an indictment on your offensive line. The Lions also have two first-round picks that are doing nothing. As my boy Freddie the Pizza Man always points out, Eric Ebron does nothing. Nothing. Ziggy Ansah does nothing. They've got to get those guys going. If not, put them on the bench. Ebron today, remember he said he wanted to make the Pro Bowl? One catch, nine yards. This team has to find a way to get its playmakers involved in a creative fashion. You saw how creative Sean Payton and the Saints were, and then I don't know what they were doing in the second half with their offense. Lions had rattled off 28 unanswered points and had the football. Somehow we're in this game. you got to give the effort. You got. There's no quit in this team. I love with the effort. You love the effort that they put forth. And there's some guys stepping up and playing pretty well and some young players that are playing pretty well. But you can't give up 52 points and think you're going to win that football game. They got, and they got beat on, on, the, on the, uh, uh, both sides of the ball at the point of attack all day. All day. This offensive line, it, it, it's, it's a shit show. It really is. It's terrible. So that, that has to be addressed. And some of that is on uh, Bob Quinn, the general manager. And you guys know I love the maestro. But you look at the draft and you see Tease Tabor, who he was out there today for like a play and then during special teams. But this club has got to figure out where they're going to go with the offensive line, the defensive line, and they've got to get Matthew Stafford healthy. He's playing tentative, and today he didn't look like he had zip on the ball. He looked like he was ready to get hit each time. Passer rating is 62.3. Some of that is the injuries for sure. Some of that's the offensive line for sure. But he threw three picks today. And I just don't understand why this offense continues to just uh, be this stick-in-the-mud, kind of slow-developing. How about rolling him out? And I understand he, he's a little bit injured and can't move, but 12 batted balls? Roll him out. How about a design roll? How about, how about uh, third and one today? Here's Jim Bob Cooter on third and one in the first half. And he brings in this ju- jumbo package. The whole stadium knows they're running. And the Lions can't get a yard and have to punt. That's coaching. All right, that'll do it for Lockdown Lions. 50, actually, no, I promised you some tweets. Let, let me get to some people that um, um, checked in with us here at Dairy Speaks on Twitter, D-E-R-Y Speaks. Not, not a good day uh, for the Lions today. Uh, George Zip writes in, of course he couldn't move. If your quarterback can't roll out with that offensive line under constant pressure, putting zero arc in the ball and horde scheme, you put in someone who can, uh, veteran or not. Cooter needs a pink slip today. Ian Howard, no rollouts today. I think a lot of that has to do with his health and inexperience on the offensive line. Uh, Evan Darien, Stafford will not finish the season if these trends continue. He's been pretty durable, but Lions seem determined to destroy him. Well, they're not determined to destroy him, but they've got to find a way to move him around a little bit because he's he's just a sitting target back there, and every play's the same. Stafford out of the gun, fades back, sits, looks... How about some rollouts? How about some misdirection? How about a screen game? How about some quick stuff? Makes absolutely no no sense. Uh, Ryan Martin, Stafford's release point so low. Lots of sidearm too. (laughs) Rod Beard from the Detroit News. Justin Verlander didn't have 12 batted balls versus the Yankees yesterday, did he? Yep. 12 times he had balls batted down today. It was a bad day all around for for this Lions team. All right, we'll, uh, we'll cover this the rest of the week. Lockdown Lions, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Really your only place to get opinion, reaction, guess. Each and every day we talk Lions. Thank you for joining us. Saints 52, Lions 38. It's our post-game edition. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. <laughs> Bye, goal. I pronounce you... Bye, wedding ceremony.